0: Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Skim Show. I'm Scott. And I'm Kim. And we're back doing Skim one day at a time. What does that mean? <laughs> I don't
1: know. Well, we, ty- we technically do that one day at a time.
0: One day at a time. What a fine sitcom that was. Um, <laughs> hey, we're back and here's the deal. Uh, it's, it's Sunday. It's, uh, it's like Sunday. 11 a.m. Yeah, it's weird, right? It
1: feels weird. We usually, usually it's Thursday night, so it's totally weird yeah. in the morning, but that's okay.
0: We're already 13 episodes in and we're already making a schedule change. We think we're gonna. Uh, oh, this is your. This is weird. Hold on, everyone. Forgive me. I'm gonna tweak this. Uh, do you hear that? Isn't that yes, weird? I do. Test, 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 test. It's just not equal.
1: In stereo. How about
0: now? No, it's still a little bit weird. Let's take that one. No, let's. How about this one? This is fun to learn as we go. <laughs> uh, I don't know if this is much fun for everybody else. <laughs> probably not. This freaking thing. I need it. I need a new. There we go. I need a new mixer. Anyway, uh, okay. Welcome back. Uh, what are we doing? We're doing a show, and it's Thursday. Or sorry, it's uh, Sundays now. It's Sunday. Sundays at Sunday eleven. Sunday morning. Yeah. So if you if you're like, when should I park my butt in front of my headphones to listen and, and and watch you guys do your thing live?
1: Now's the time.
0: Now's the time. It's Sundays. That's that's for the foreseeable future.
1: Sunday. Sunday.
0: <laughs> it, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's entirely possible it could change again, but I don't think so. This will probably be it for a while.
1: This works well.
0: Yeah, I like it. And as then a, we're not
1: rushing off to family dinner. Which yeah. usually I've made, so it's like the last... Okay, it's time to make salad real quick. Yeah. Everyone's going to be here.
0: Nice, slow Sunday <laughs> morning. You can chill out a little bit. Spend some time with you fine folks. 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 That's how, that's how you'd say it, right? You'd say folks. I think that's how you'd say it. Uh, but we're glad to be here, and we're grateful uh, to be back. Now, uh, I, I feel like I'm probably sandbagging here, putting a little something off, but because I, I kind of am. Um, earlier in the week on TMS, I let something... Uh, <laughs> I made something public that I was planning on telling you, but not telling you until we had another until one now? of these shows. Yeah. And <laughs> Great. so I know this is making you feel like, oh my gosh, what is this? Like uh, what the crap. Fine. But it's way dumber than you think. So confession time, everybody. Here's oh, here's, wow. here's There's what a happened. Confession? Yep. Um, I'm gonna use this as an example. Okay. <laughs> you see what I have in my hand here? Yes. Okay. Oh. Chat room. See this toothpick.
1: Kind of see where this is going already. <laughs>
0: <laughs> now, <laughs> Would you confirm or deny that during our our relatively long and successful marriage, I have frequently, I'm, I, I always like having a toothpick, right? Yes. And if I'm not you, if it's not my mouth, it's like behind my ear. Yes. yes. Or, uh, you know, I'll leave them on the, I'll accidentally forget and drop it on the carpet. And then someone will stab their foot into like it. Me, like me. I've like done you. that
1: multiple times.
0: Like imagine walking through the the carpet and just going yoink right and into just right toothpick. between
1: your toes like it's ugh. yeah it's bad yeah okay
0: it's worse than a Lego on the floor. Please I think.
1: please tell because a few times now you have not just choked on it but like gotten your mouth stuck open with it.
0: Oh yeah, <laughs> Oh, that's the other thing is I used to flick it like, around in my tongue. Yeah,
1: it's like stuck in there. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. it was
0: like uh, the eyeballs in uh, that movie. I can't remember yeah. the name of. It. <laughs> But anyway, yeah, I've gotten it stuck in my mouth before, <laughs> and kind of panicked before. Like toothpicks, yeah. and I've had a long There's a lot of <clears throat> sound.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's a long storied history we have. So with what this happened little piece on Monday? Web. Well, that wasn't it. Wasn't Monday, but the day that was just the day I told everybody. Oh, okay. <laughs> it happened the last time you made jambalaya. Okay, because
1: Scott has to pick a lot of things out of his teeth with jambalaya. Yes, that's usually where this starts, people.
0: Now here's the problem. I had a toothpick not in my mouth. Up behind my ear, like I do. Like and a lot
1: of people keep pencils if they're carpenters.
0: Yeah, I put it right here. It's like I use it, and then I'm like, well, I'm nowhere near a garbage can, so I'm just going to keep it right here behind my ear.
1: Only funny because he's always near a garbage can. <laughs> they're all over the house.
0: There's <laughs> one right here, <laughs> and I'm not using it. Anyway, <laughs> anyway, so I put this thing behind my, my ear whenever I did it. I don't remember when I did it. And then while you had this fresh pot of authentic southern jambalaya simmering on the on the stove, I thought, ooh, I'm going to go get me some of that. So I went over there, and I'm stirring it around. And, and it's it was one of your shrimp ones, and the shrimp at this time was amazing. They
1: were really, yeah. really big ones.
0: Usually we don't know what we're going to get here because we're not a, a coastal city. Yeah, you know? so you
1: wait until like this time of year you get really good shrimp season and really big colossal shrimp, they call them.
0: Yeah, big, monstrous, like fleshy. Mm, Not rubbery at all. They're fantastic. They almost have like, they got like this weird, not scarring, but it reminds me of like somebody who can't.
1: The striping on them?
0: No, like on the edges, like down where you start the peel of the Mm -hmm, outside, mm -hmm. they just get all fluffy down there. Yeah, they
1: start to curl when you boil them up. They're so good.
0: Anyway, so that's cooking. And I lean in there. I'm like, "Mm, let's have some of this. Now I should, I'm sorry, there's a little more backstory on this. This is also a toothpick that I used. To, I had it in my mouth for a while, picking around my teeth, dorking around. And then you know how I get when I got a little, you know, ear itch. Oh, I'll go in there and kind of, you know, like pick, pick yes, around in there. I and do. it's something about it. And I know it's dangerous and stupid and dumb and I never should do it. But I've done it my whole life and whatever. <laughs> uh, So anyway, now, you know, the full the full lifespan and history of that piece of wood. I can't speak to its manufacturing. I don't know who made it. I can't say that the guy who uh, put it in the box or ran the machinery didn't accidentally cough on it or something, too. But <laughs> all I can talk about is when it was in my possession, what happened to the toothpick. Well, leaning over the big pot, toothpick goes
1: boop. Oh, <laughs> my gosh. It
0: fell out of my ear or off my ear. And
1: into the jambalaya? Into the
0: jambalaya. Oh, Scott. Point first, submerged itself. Oh, no. And I went, ah!
1: i would have been get out of my kitchen i know you
0: weren't there so you weren't in there oh my gosh honey so i went in there and fished it out with a one of the ladles one of those Mm -hmm. big rubber spoons you have the Mm -hmm. the green one and i dug it down in there and found it pulled it out threw it in the trash and then didn't say anything to and we all ate all of that right but see it's a big boily pot of goodness It's like with a little bit of earwax now. I mean, if you think about it, all right, nobody wants to eat <laughs> a cake. Nobody wants to eat a cake with cat poo in it, right? Right? Even Next a time little. time to
1: make you a cake I'm going to dump the entire contents of the vacuum cleaner in it and then just let you cut it open. But I mean like Ugh. even
0: even if it was a tiny bit of cat poo, nobody would be happy no. about that.
1: No. and I'm not happy about this. Right.
0: But my Gross. point is that if you start to broaden it out, there's cat poo in everything. Here, just oh hear me gosh, out. Oh my gosh, there is not. There is. Hear me out. So <laughs> You live in a world right now where there's cat poo in it, and since we're all just a bunch of atoms swirling around together working as one to create uh, material and surfaces and organic this and and whatever.
1: Okay, let's just stop there (laughs) and say that you dropped a dirty toothpick into a huge, by the way, batch of jambalaya because I made a double batch because... You did. Taylor and Dylan were coming over and I wanted them to take some home with them and oh my gosh. You're <laughs> I mean, not allowed in the kitchen anymore. It's, it's
0: just wood. And You're a not little... allowed
1: in the kitchen when I'm cooking anymore. That's so gross. <laughs> All right. I will I will let you know next time I do anything to your food after you've eaten it. You, How about that?
0: Do you remember the time you canned? Um, what was it you were canning?
1: Oh, I was making salsa. Yeah, and I flew, uh, <laughs> threw a peanut in the air. Well, and you, ca- you threw it in the air to catch it with your mouth.
0: Yeah, like I just missed.
1: Eating peanuts in the kitchen. Yeah, and then and the <laughs>
0: peanut disappeared, and the only thing left were a bunch of open cans <laughs> of salsa. And we're like, well, I guess one of the cans got a freaking you got peanut. Got a little in bit it.
1: of peanut salsa. Yeah, and I have no. We never found it. It wasn't like we ate salsa later and because if they were open that means they haven't been processed yet yeah so there's like peanut butter now in the salsa because <laughs> <laughs> you still have to process it and cook it for an hour in well it, know, might be, it might still be it might still be in the thing in there i think the storage. we've eaten all the salsa i oh. haven't made it in a while okay so it's been a while it's been a couple of years <laughs> all right well peanut and
0: the salsa wouldn't in the, in the thing
1: peanut and the salsa that's a good band name
0: also make sure you don't run it together or split the wet letters wrong because it could say penis ulsa you don't want that <laughs> Penis salsa? Penis salsa. <laughs> uh, so so, are oh, you? Okay. Do you want to divorce me now? Do you want to like? No, what do you want to do? Burn stay the house out down? Of the kitchen. Okay. All right.
1: Just just stay out of the kitchen.
0: I love it though. I love going in there and sneaking <laughs> like true. the fresh. He'll take
1: well usually with a cleaner toothpick than that one. Mm-hmm. He'll go in and get a spoon of it and then just poke it like the sausage and eat all of that stuff out of there.
0: Yeah, with a with a, with a toothpick.
1: Well, now I don't know if it's a clean or dirty one. <laughs>
0: Well, if it had been Ugh. just behind my ear and only, you know, sort of in my mouth for a little bit, would it have been as a big a deal if it hadn't have been in my ear also?
1: Um, <laughs> I still wouldn't be okay with that. Gross! Can't believe you did that. Uh, and then didn't tell anyone.
0: Well, I told the show. I told the TMS audience. Now like I'm the telling you.
1: Johnson confessional in here. I
0: could have told Carter. She would have laughed. <laughs> she would have thought that was funny.
1: But... Well, yeah, because she doesn't eat the same pot of jambalaya as yeah, the rest of us. That's
0: true. She has a vegetarian. I always make version. her a separate pot. Yeah, it's a little tiny version of it, and I don't go in there because that's no fun.
1: That's only got shrimp in it.
0: No, nobody wants that. <laughs> so, all right, wooden. No okay. more. No more wooden objects in no the jambalaya. No more
1: toothpicks. I'm not even gonna buy them. How about that?
0: Oh no. <laughs> no, I, I I need them though. I require them. They're, you
1: have to find the way to the garbage can then.
0: They're very useful. Where'd that one go I just had? Oh, no. oh it's still behind my ear. <laughs> 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 all right. Oh good. Enough of that. Hey, uh, boy, guess what we got all week?
1: What? A bunch
0: of voicemails.
1: Oh cool. I love that.
0: Yeah, it's surprising how many we got. Um we'll start with this one. The title of it is Things About Kim.
1: Oh. Okay,
0: so maybe you won't like. I don't know. Maybe I
1: get to answer some questions about me. Okay. Yes, I'm anal about my jambalaya. Apparently,
0: I don't. I, <laughs> I don't actually remember what this is, but let's let's play it and see it together. Here we go.
1: Hi, this is Keaton.
0: Just wanted to call in and say uh, maybe the way to humanize um, Kim a little bit is to tell us something that she's bad at. You know, maybe in the way that uh, Scott is bad at reading or. <laughs> <laughs> or feeding himself, what is what is Kim bad at? And also, Scott, have you told Kim yet about your new website, uh, beantweaker.net? Love the show. Thanks.
1: Oh, no. <laughs> There's more things I don't know. No, well, we, on the show. The secret life of Scott. We had another
0: TMS <laughs> thing where we the, the term bean tweaker came up, and it sounded dirty, and then people oh, ran with gosh. it. Oh, my gosh. You f- have a
1: dot .com now? N- no, I one? didn't
0: do it. <laughs> I mean, like, what, like, I would ever do that. But here, okay. So I understand what he's saying. And by the way, I read just fine. I read, I'm reading a book. I read books. No, it's,
1: it's the names. I think it's this, the pronunciation oh. of names most of the time.
0: Yeah, that's probably There's, true. It's pretty funny. Oh, gosh. We're oh, playing oh, again. Oh, hi Keaton, Ty Keaton, Jeez uh, uh
1: First of all, I appreciate you asking that. I yeah. think it does humanize people when you tell them their faults. Scott, what are my faults?
0: She doesn't play video games.
1: <laughs> that's, that's a fault. <laughs>
0: Well, I don't mean that you're not playing them at all is a fault. I mean that you, if you play a competitive video game with me,
1: oh, I get very vicious, 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 and competitive. Super competitive. I get really mad when I'm not winning. Yeah, and I'm talking simple
0: stuff like head-to-head Tetris or like freaking what was that game that we a bubble bobble back in the day (laughs) or Bust a Move it was called. Bust
1: a Move. I remember playing that and getting so mad.
0: I've never seen you so angry. I couldn't deal with it. I had to give it up. It was like that's it. We can't do this ever again. Or our marriage is in trouble. We can't All right, play this anymore. Hopefully, Keaton
1: that humanizes me a little bit more. What is my bad? I'm I like off the top of your head. I can't. I mean, people don't like to admit what they're know. bad at, but I don't know. I
0: don't know. I mean, you don't do anything that's like.
1: You I'm bad at like, not housework, but like putting things off.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I mean, but with everyone does that. I know that's, that's true. where I'm the worst. I'm like, Are when's the last time
1: I vacuumed our bedroom? It's no, been it's, like it's, over a week. Yeah, Ugh. but
0: part of the reason you can't vacuum is because all my shite is on the side of my <laughs> floor over there. Like, I'm just as bad. I honestly, I don't think I can think of too... This sounds weird, but I really don't have that many for things you. that
1: drive you crazy about me.
0: No, or things that you're bad at particularly. I can't think of anything like that. Like, you're not good at. Um, oh, I know.
1: Tell so me what the I'm The thing bad is at. That, it, that you have
0: a you have an equal but opposite thing you're good at in relation to this, so it's kind of like not fair. It almost neutralizes itself. Okay. But you, you remember every number you need to remember ever.
1: Yeah, I, I don't know why. I she mean, has like a thing I, with numbers. I memorized my driver's license number 25 years ago, and I still remember she it. She
0: still knows it. She knows all the phone numbers we ever had. She knows all the kids' numbers. She knows all of the... Kids' social security numbers. She knows my nah, social I know security yours number. And mine. You don't know don't, the kids. I okay,
1: I haven't memorized that. I haven't needed to.
0: I forget mine all the time. She has mine memorized. Uh, you remember if somebody said yesterday, "Hey, here's a number," and here's then you can just, you can just pull it out.
1: Probably, yeah. I don't know you why. You know our it's bank like,
0: numbers. You know our like credit card numbers. numbers like, though. if you ever can't steal a credit card from us, just steal Kim and then torture her to tell you the number.
1: <laughs> oh, thanks. Let's put that out there.
0: Because <laughs> she knows the numbers. She knows the code on the back. She just knows the year steal it expires.
1: And torture Kim. Nice.
0: Yeah. So she has this thing with numbers, <laughs> but you are terrible with. And again, it's not important. Like, what being good no, at numbers um, actually helpful in life? Not you
1: unless just, I'm working in a bank.
0: Yeah, but you can't remember actors' names. You that's don't remember true. movies long after you that. see them. Like, you'll see a movie and go, I don't remember what happened in that.
1: Or, no, I never saw it. And then I start watching and go, this looks familiar. Yeah. <laughs> like, maybe <laughs> I've seen so this. bad.
0: Yeah. Whereas I am, like, the opposite with that. I remember all that stuff right down to the little details. I think the healthier of the two memory things is yours, not mine. Who cares if I remember that, uh, you know, Glenn Close was in some weird science fiction movie that no one saw. Like, yeah, but who cares? Yeah, that's part of
1: your work. So, it works out perfectly. That well,
0: way. sure. I guess it helps me now. But, it helps you now. But... I think your number thing would help me more (laughs) because I don't remember numbers for anything. You know what I don't know? Your phone number. Do you know how I call you? It's in my phone permanently there. that's
1: probably not good. It's not good. If you ever lost your phone and had to call me from wherever you were, which usually you're with me, but that would be rough. Uh, And I don't have. (laughs) You uh, don't have any (laughs) phone numbers memorized. We don't have a home phone.
0: I barely have mine memorized. I know mine. (laughs)
1: We don't even have a home phone to call.
0: No, we don't do the landline no. anymore. It's all so that would be know.
1: that would be kind of rough.
0: Yeah, I don't know my kids' numbers. Can
1: you call my wife? What's her number? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, this is bad. Now the more I think about it, all I right, should be next, better with the numbers. Next
1: voicemail after I figured out right. what I'm bad at. All right, that's all I can <laughs> think Keaton, of. Though.
0: Seriously, she's not bad at other stuff. <laughs> Sometimes she gets frustrated with computer things, and then I come and bail her out. But other than that.
1: Not I get bad. bad I do get bad about making The reason I don't bake much is because I don't like to measure things out. Oh, you don't. Not as much as I like to just smell seasonings and throw them together. So cooking I love to do because I don't have to have a recipe.
0: Yeah, and you're very rando and, and to I taste like and that to sort of thing. Yeah. Just
1: play with it a little bit. Yeah.
0: I like that's but I see again that's a strength. That's not a bad thing. I but don't think th- when it I,
1: comes to baking you can't do that.
0: We've we've failed to humanize you, honey. <laughs> Continue to be... Uh, Failed
1: to dehumanize me. Wow, I don't feel bad about that at all.
0: Lord, all right. a- Lord S of all you survey. <laughs> Whatever. All right, here's one about time. This is a good one. Hello, Scott and Kim. It's Tanuki Monster from the chat room. Or as Scott sometimes calls me, Tanakh Monster. Oh. I think it's fantastic. <laughs> I have a question for both of you, and it's in regards to time. So I'm in my mid-30s right now, and I've really started to notice that time feels like it's moving faster birthdays and holidays are flying by at a pace that seems so quick that it's really almost scary
1: i think this happens to
0: everybody to some degree but i'm curious to know a to what degree has this been true in your own lives and b how have you handled it love the show congrats on the new grandbaby, and i look forward to hearing from you aww
1: thank you that was sweet
0: yeah, I can answer this from my perspective, and then I'd love to hear what you say about this because I think I'm terrible at handling it. Um and, <laughs> and it's absolutely true. There's a there is a uh quality to time that has changed for me. And uh I the one thing I've noticed is since probably my mid twenties, I stopped ever being bored again. And if you look at recent studies and some of the stuff my sister's been digging into, it's actually kind of bad that we can't find boredom is good for us once in a while because boredom is a way for our brains to sort of reset, to think about other things, uh, to to kind of let their their imaginations roll a little bit. In my case, I've not been bored since like the late nineties, and I think,
1: I think the only time you have ever seemed even bored is on vacation because yeah. you're not in front of work,
0: and even then. It's more of an anxious, like I should be doing, I should be getting something done, I should be doing something done, and then it takes like a day, and then I, then I kind of get into the groove of the vacation, you kind of
1: settle in. But usually, our vacations are work related or very short. Yeah, often very short.
0: <laughs> Kim's very good though of making sure that there's an extra day tacked on. Yeah, I won't. She's, I don't like learned. to go anywhere. Yeah.
1: Even if it's just a relaxing weekend, unless it's two nights, because you yeah. don't ever really settle into it until the next day.
0: It takes me a day mm-hmm. to settle in, which is so stupid. I, it's I don't know why I do that, but. But anyway, so <clears throat> I, I, I absolutely agree that the perception is there. And the reason it's there, um, you know, you talk to some 18-year-old kid like Nick, time doesn't seem like it's going very fast because he's only had 18 years in it. When you put another 18 on there, it effectively doubles his perception of what time is. So mm-hmm. for me, for him, like two years seems like an eternity. For me, two years is nothing, and it's I like, feel like I don't have enough time. <laughs>
1: There's still not enough time to no. get anything done in those two years.
0: Right. You can make a plan for two years, but you're like, it's already here. You know, like, they, I don't know what that is, but it's, I think that just happens to people as they get older. And, you know, Kim and I are middle-aged and we're not, you know, we don't have the the luxury of of only being here for a little while. It's like somebody emailed me yesterday said, I've been listening to you since I was 14 years old, and now I'm 30. And I'm like,
1: what? Been listening to you more than he wasn't listening to Double you. <laughs> his life.
0: You know, more than double his life. But that's because his life has only doubled once in 15 years. Well, like we've had
1: this conversation a few times, though, where you are like, I just don't have enough hours in the day. And I'm, I'm the one that's like, everyone has 24 hours. Everyone has the same amount of time. Mm-hmm. But it's what you try to get done in that time that for some reason stresses you out. And for me, I'm like, All right, well, I'm just going to run with it. Yeah, yeah, I run out of time. I feel like you run out of time by the end of the day. Like, I didn't get all the things done that I wanted to. I have Mm -hmm. a list. Yeah. But I don't know. I just, I'm like, you know what? It's all right.
0: You're not as stressed about time as I am. No. Yeah. I admit it. Time stresses me out because I can't control it. And I feel like there's never enough time. And yeah, it's just. Sometimes it feels a little out of control. Yeah. It's just a perception. I need to look at time differently and just not care as much. (laughs) you know like who cares freaking time so what it passes just a
1: number and that's really hard for scott to yeah i don't like anything i don't like
0: time passing and what i really don't like this is what i really don't like is some punk ass little twerpy twerp twerp (laughs) who goes hey you're old and i just want to grab him and go all right dude
1: call me uh, in 10 years what time is it on your watch
0: (laughs) oh it's four o'clock interesting guess what it's also four o'clock on my watch (laughs) Guess what? It's the same time. You just don't know it yet. You're yeah. just you're aging the same rate as me. So,
1: but at eighteen, you felt the same way about Grr. old guys.
0: Well, yeah, I guess so. But you I did. I, I I don't know. Maybe I didn't. I don't feel like I cared about them. Like they just let them live and do their thing. I don't think I said to anybody stuff like that. Like,
1: um, I don't think your voice was the same as it is now. What do you mean? Um, I think that kids will say things out there that they wouldn't say to your face. Oh
0: yeah, for sure.
1: And you didn't have that opportunity to do that.
0: Yeah, I guess so. Not you weren't going to write way. him
1: a letter and send it in the mail. Man, you're old. <laughs> yeah, but somebody, what do you think about that? And have that, to wait for that letter to come back. No, that's true.
0: <laughs> People can get on, uh, get on a Twitch stream and there's some you know girl streaming Fortnite and they can go, you're ugly and you're fat. Or they can say all these horrible things. Yep.
1: They would never. That they would never
0: do otherwise.
1: Because they know they get cat scratch across their face from that girl who says, shut the hell up. <laughs> yeah.
0: Makes me want to put a small cherry bomb in their bums. <laughs> All right. go,
1: now who's getting old, baby? Yeah, now who's old?
0: <laughs> now who has to go in and have reconstructive colon surgery? All right, uh, let's do another uh, voicemail. How about this one? This is for you, okay? Okay. So here you go.
1: Uh, been listening since episode one. One of those creepy blind people listening to you guys have a story about that if you want to help my wife and I. Ask.
0: By the way, they have. we have a lot of blind listeners, weirdly. I don't know, maybe not weirdly, but a lot of listeners who are blind. Anyway. Interesting. We'll let them continue. We, we meet one of these days. But I wanted to ask Kim specifically,
1: what is it like being married to a content creator like Scott? And what are some of the challenges specifically related to his job you guys face together? And my last part of this question, I guess, is how are some of the ways you guys face those challenges? Appreciate it and keep up the amazing work. All right. Cool. What do you think? Um, I... I find it very interesting to be married to Scott as a content creator because for the first half of our marriage, he wasn't. Yeah. I mean, you were to a degree, but not in the same way you are now. Right. Um, it's interesting because there's always something going on. I think if I was married to an investment banker, first of all.
0: <laughs> boring. A lot more money, but it's boring. Boring. Right? Oh, yeah. You'd have all the money in the you'd world, but, money, it'd but it'd it's be boring.
1: But it's pretty, I mean, there are people out there that do that and they're fine. Whatever. Boring. <laughs> but i think it's interesting because every single day multiple times a day it's hey look what i did look what i this is an email i got this is a piece of art that i created what do you think mm. there's always something going on i do like that yeah um i'm more of a busy personality i don't i think it's i think there's a lot of people who really look at us and go how can you stand to have him home all day <laughs> because I've, I've had friends specifically tell me My husband decided to set up an office at home, not even working for himself, but like working from home. And she was telling me how he kept coming up and going, what are you doing? What are you reading? What are we going to have for lunch today? What are you making? And she was like, get an office. I can't (laughs) have you here. This was. She's (laughs) like, this is all the kids are in school. And she's like, this is my space, my time. I want to be able to do whatever I want and not have him go, where are you going? What are you doing? Why are you doing that? And it hasn't geez. really been a problem, and it for hasn't us. been a problem for no. us. No, no. that's fact, been that's been kind of fun because he's here, and I I do appreciate that. I think it's fun.
0: Yeah, and you're usually the one out running stuff to the bank or doing yeah. like a lot of that part of the business. And I like cam- that. Handles. I like to do that. So yeah, we we for whatever reason we found the right medium. It all works out good, and you know we let's geez, how long were we? When did I start really start doing something Full in this time? vein? Like, no, oh, no, no. Vein? just for fun. Oh, like, I what? I think you've like, kind
1: of always done something in this vein in the sense of people have hired you to do artwork. Well, Here it was. Here and there, small, yeah. it's very small amounts.
0: Right. But the internet, the, the internet in the late 90s is where things started getting like, you could see where things were headed and that, mm-hmm. that people like me would have a forum for this. And so we were probably married seven years. Mm hmm before that started to be a thing and then you know yeah. and then it just slowly weirdly evolved and got you know more and more likely that this was this was something I could pull off and do
1: the challenges you know. to that and were probably trying to go from a full-time job yeah. with insurance and things and go and whenever you said I think I want to do this full-time and I, and in my head I think you were like, "This is so cool! I'm going to be able to create everything I do, and I'm going to have my hands in it. It won't be someone else's project and all that." And my head went, "Oh no! Mortgage insurance? How will the kids (laughs) get in college? Like, what are we? What? (laughs) Okay." And all I said was, "Okay, we'll make this work." Yeah, you were you were super supportive,
0: but I knew what you were going (laughs) through internally. (laughs) And
1: internally, I literally like the the bomb went off, like like everything. I thought of all the things. And it was a little bit,
0: was a little overwhelming. It was
1: overwhelming, extremely scary Mm -hmm. in my own head. But the way it worked out was slowly moving from working more, working part time, you know, and then working fully for yourself. That took quite a few years, and we were able to. Yeah, we we, we weaned it. We we weaned it, but we also had to really tighten our belts a little bit and go, okay, we if we want to make this what we want to do with it, like if we want to turn this into a full time thing. We are going to have to change everything while having your kids grow up. That was interesting.
0: Yeah, it was. uh, Everything she she says is is absolutely correct. Um, And I remember where this was that I said this. We were at the pool.
1: (laughs) In Lehigh, at the rec center.
0: (laughs) And the kids are, you got to understand, the kids are little. And Kim and I, from the very beginning, always tried really. We wanted very much for Kim to be able to be with the kids, to raise them. Uh, that's no, I'm not, this is no slight to anybody who uses daycare or anybody who's no, got two no. working parents. You guys are, that's great. We were just, we've just felt like it was really important for us that Kim was there when they were little. Uh, Like it, that it would really matter for us as a family and the kind of family that we were. And so, so this, so keep in mind, this is me bringing this up at a time when the kids were still pretty little
1: I think Nick was in a floaty thing in the pool. Yeah. <laughs> he was really little. <laughs> totally was.
0: If this was like oh eight, he would have no wait. No. When did I tell you this? 06? Gosh, it was way
1: before it's before all that. Probably oh five or 06. Yeah. And he was probably
0: five. He was a little tiny dude. And um anyway, we uh telling her this at a pool, I remember in retrospect going, you know, I probably could have so We're like trying less- to play
1: with the kids and I was just like <laughs> okay, all right. We can do this. Yeah. Let me think about this for a couple of years. <laughs> yeah, we
0: we couldn't do it overnight by any no. stretch. But oh um but we figured out a way to do it. And that's kinda everything for us. We just do it. We figured out. We're yeah. not it's not like it t- we have some do it. And master it took plan. a lot of time
1: yeah. to make it work. So that was probably our biggest challenge was trying to figure out how to have scott be a full-time content creator
0: uh, graham cracker in the chat asked how did the part-time transition work it worked okay except for the fact that my final time with these chuckleheads <laughs> they i did an You're 18 work not us yeah i did an 18 <laughs> 18 month contract with them and they didn't pay me yeah so about 80 grand worth of money worth of pay i never got it's
1: still floating out there
0: Oh, it still stings. It Never still mind. stings. Okay,
1: next next voicemail. I don't these, want to talk about that. These at all. people
0: were supposed to be our friends, <laughs> damn it. And they screwed
1: us. Yeah. And anyway. that was hard because at the time Scott was doing just enough content creation to make ends, ends meet. Yeah. We paid our bills. We were able to do that. But it was it was a interesting eighteen months. <laughs> yeah.
0: And it's somebody who was supposed to be a friend and I'd known for twenty years or something and it's just a bad scene, man. Yeah. And now people have known them for 20 years. But. People are always like, well, why don't you go, you know. Go when after you get, just, him? Yeah, no. like, yeah, soon, I'm like, I'm, I'm not litigious. I can't do that.
1: No, and it's not. I don't know if he has it anyway. He doesn't have it.
0: He doesn't. And his poor wife and kids. Anyway.
1: It's okay. Uh, I feel bad for him. I it,
0: kind of feel bad. But, but then, it also
1: made us really jump out there.
0: Oh, yeah. No, it was a huge motivator because yeah. I was like, that's it. Freaking F that. And well, then...
1: And once you weren't having paychecks come in, it was like, okay, well, we're going to have to do more. Yeah. We have to, you know, even though you were still working, you were working probably five or six hours a day doing that stuff. But that was enough time, once again, with the time. We had enough time to get everything else done. Yeah. So, yeah. I did some cool work there, too. We cooked a lot at home. We didn't eat out. We did a lot of just, okay, we're going to make this work. And if we're going to really make this work, we're going to have to. $80,000.
0: $80,000. I'll never see it again.
1: <laughs> Scott has that number in his head. 80
0: grand. It's
1: it's it sucks. <sighs>
0: we could but... use that right now.
1: Well, that'd be fantastic. But
0: you guys want the best nerd ever. <laughs> Let's get going. Ah. Uh... All right, here's a quick recipe idea. Ready for this? Here you go. Hi Scott and Kim, this is Jeremiah. I'm from Grants Pass, Oregon. Uh, and I have a recipe that even Scott can do when Kim is away, and it's super simple, zero effort, and delicious results. And it is this. You take three chicken breasts, one packet of chicken taco seasoning, and one can of salsa. That's it. You stick it in the crock pot, put it in there on low for six to eight hours, do it in the morning, and at the end, you have pulled Mexican chicken, and it is freaking delicious. Uh, oh, by the way, congratulations. Thanks, (laughs) Bye. (laughs)
1: <laughs> that is a great recipe. That's a super simple one Scott could do. I'm still not sure Scott would, but oh. I like that he <laughs> said in the beginning, even Scott could Hold do. Hold on. I got a question, though. I don't even know
0: how to. What do you do with the crock pot to set it up and make it work? You just plug it in. Plug it in. And you then plug what, it in. what temperature do you set it on? It's,
1: it's got high or low. That's all it has.
0: What would you do it on? This high low. for this?
1: Uh, you could do either one, really. I mean, so it's going to go take.
0: low would just be one of those all day deals. All right.
1: So a crock pot. <laughs> Always gets up to 250 degrees. Okay. On low, it takes longer to get to 250. Yeah. On high, it goes faster. Okay. That's all it does, though, is get to 250 degrees.
0: So it depends. If you if you have a recipe you know it would prefer a slower build, then that's what yes. you should do. Yes, your chicken okay. will
1: be better if it's slow cooked. Okay. It'll be more tender. Uh, so he's right. Put it on low for six to eight hours, all day long of work. Fantastic recipe.
0: You know what, Chatron just made a good point. What's that? The only, you know, I was talking earlier, I don't remember numbers very well. <laughs> I remember eighty grand.
1: <laughs> yes, you do. Eight
0: zero, comma, he... eight zero, zero, zero. <laughs> Never forget. Never gonna forget it. Um, I'm I would I mean, look, if I, you told look, me Friday night you're in charge of dinner, I'd try this. Sure. Why not?
1: Yeah, but I will but be honest with you. Scott's it. not going to go to the grocery store and buy chicken. I would. I could do and all ta- these things. Chicken taco seasoning. And I could stuff.
0: do all of this. It's just a matter of you don't want to eat it. Out. What? It's like how you don't like when I drive. It's the same thing. I don't think
1: that's true at all. If you made that, I would eat that. Are you kidding me? You would
0: eat food I make even though you know about the toothpick gate of 2018, I might
1: have to supervise. (laughs) (laughs) But other than that, and you couldn't mess with it until it was done because it's raw chicken. So I don't see you getting in there going, "Ooh, let's try this piece of... (laughs) <laughs> Jake Calhoun asks
0: JC Calhoun asks, what does Scott actually do? Smiley face. <laughs> he, he does the dishes. Okay? I'm good at those. He
1: does everything that's content creation and then he does the dishes. And then I do the Look dishes. At that. that is above and beyond. Right. <laughs>
0: this is all a terrible idea. They want a challenge for next week with food. You guys don't want a challenge? You don't want my food. You really don't. I mean, I make weird eggs sometimes. That's fun.
1: I do like that. I get that on Mother's Day.
0: Yeah, I like weird eggs.
1: And it's like Sometimes it's on a piece of avocado toast and the eggs on top. It's yeah. Really good. It sounds all <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. We
0: could have done that today. We should, I thought we were going to do that today. Didn't we do that? We were going to do that this we morning. We were going to
1: do that this morning.
0: Didn't happen. It was oatmeal. Instead, I just made oatmeal. It's fine. It was good. Blueberries in there and uh, whatnot. It was great. I had a nice warm chai. Mmm. Chai.
1: Mm. Yeah, it was good.
0: I like my little breakfast. Uh, breakfast tea chai.
1: But I did make some dinner for tonight. Oh yeah. Oh, we're gonna talk about that in a second. second. Yeah.
0: Okay. One more call, and then we're gonna get right into your what your uh, foodie thing this week is. So here is a community question. Uh, hey Scott and Kim, I just I was curious how having such a large community around Scott's work has like affected your lives and your family. You know, in a good way, in a weird ways. You know, what's it been like? You know, before that and after that. You know, what's that been like? Uh, I'll tell you, from my side, it's been interesting because I started listening to Scott stuff when I was uh, 16 or 17 through World of Warcraft, you know, the instance, and I'm almost 31 now, so it's almost half my life. Uh, and, you know, over the years, you just you can't help it, right? Like, through the instance, TMS, you know, Scott constantly mentions his family and, you know, and you guys seem like a great bunch. And I'm just curious, you know, how has having this large network of people that kind of know about your existence and I, you probably meet them at meetups, you know, what's that been like? Uh Thanks so much, guys. I uh, love the show. All right. Fantastic. What's that like to you?
1: Um, I find it interesting since about, oh, gosh. <laughs> We were at Noah's one year for Nerdtacular and I did have someone come up and this wife said, does he really play the video games like he talks about? (laughs) The the video games. Do you let him? And I went, let him? (laughs) I remember having that conversation. It just like kind of blew my mind. Like, what do you mean? Did I, do I let him play video games? Was she serious? And I've had that conversation with multiple people. Do you let him play video games? Right. As much as he talks about it on his shows. Yeah. And I, I was like. Um I have my things I do and he doesn't let me do them. <laughs> I just do them and he has his things he loves and I don't let him. He just does them because he will come to bed sometimes at, you know, 9 and I'll be watching TV or what reading my book or whatever and he'll come in and go, "Hey, the guys want to play." And I'm like, "Okay, cool." Yeah. See no problem. A, see you in a couple hours. See you in right. a couple hours. Right. Um I find that the most interesting part about having such a huge community and people do walk up to you and go, well, I know that this is really weird that we know this, but, you know, and they go on and on about things Scott's talked about. Mm-hmm. It's like a huge family reunion when we all get together.
0: Yeah. It's never a negative and thing. And
1: I feel bad that I don't know everyone's name. Yeah. <laughs> and everyone knows mine. <laughs> I do that.
0: I do that too. I have a hard time. It's And, and
1: that. that's just out of, not out of quality, but out of quantity. There are so many people yeah. that that come up, hey, Kim, I know you don't know who I am, but I know who you are. And it's weird that we know. These funny stories about your family, but I do love it. Yeah. I absolutely love it.
0: Yeah. I've always said community is everything in this, in this business and I absolutely believe it. And I don't really understand it. I don't know how it happens. I don't know how it builds and gets cool and all that, but some of the best friends I have in this world came from this, uh, experiment, some that of you the, you
1: talked to before you met in yeah. person. Yeah. and I
0: mean, all, I mean, from top to bottom, like all of the normal interactions, all the way down to the weird freaking naked pick we'd get once in a while. <laughs> from somebody who's a little too into what we're doing. And Kim and I share that moment because what do you think? I've been married for 26 years now. You think I'm going to go, oh, hold on a second. second. Here's my hot (laughs) new, uh, here's my pipeline to a whole new world of uh, illicit uh, texting. Plenty
1: of people that go that direction. That's fine. But for me, seeing (laughs) all these people that know who you are and talk about you and hear about you and all the stories and, and most of these stories, people crazy and happen to Scott. I don't know why. They just
0: do. Sometimes but, I'll get a detail do. wrong and the kids will correct me and go, dad, that wasn't that year. It was this thing or it wasn't him. It was her. Like yeah. I'll mess yeah. up they, some of that. There's a little
1: bit of correction there. But like
0: Kim was there for the poo bag. She was there. She saw <laughs> me put a poo happen, bag and
1: I was dying and I just was like, honey, we need to go.
0: <laughs> when I put the poo bag on that lady's face, Kim was there and witnessed the entire freaking thing. I was there. Thing.
1: I was there. We were walking Daisy, but it's really fun because all the kids Seemed to have friends out of this too. That they, you know, Nick and Carter learned to play Magic the Gathering, well, Magic the Gathering with Ralph.
0: Yeah. Poor and it was freaking Ralph.
1: Yeah. And it was great. It was like they knew who he was and were they considered him a friend. There were, there's a lot of people that came out of this that we consider just closer friends than our neighbors.
0: Yeah. Also, a lot of people, is really cool. people always ask, What's the secret with raising your kids? And I have a cheat. We have a cheat. <laughs> the cheat, cheat is the cheat is we had we have a built-in village that made us seem way cooler than we are. Like my kids never—I mean, they may deny this to the, they right might now, now, but <laughs> but they never saw us as stick in the mud, fuddy-duddy parents. We never had a, "I hate you, you guys don't understand me." We never had any of that. And I think a huge part of that is their formative years were during the formative years of the Frog Pants community, and mm-hmm. because of that. They thought we were kind of rock starry, and they would see us, you know, get up in front of big groups of people, or know that this many people listen, or or whatever it was, and that would, for good or for ill, that would make them go, "Ooh, our parents are cool." And I think it helped us. And they're
1: listening, and they're seeing things that are actually going on.
0: Yeah, for sure. So because of that, uh, I'm always very grateful to the community because not only were they that did they give them that impression of their parents, <laughs> but they also were genuinely really wonderful with my kids like yeah. we talk about Ralph who passed away um uh, his real name is Roger but he's one of my favorite people in the history of the world I still keep his social media accounts uh followed I have old emails he sent that I'll never delete like he was one of the sweetest nicest most kind-hearted people I've ever met mm-hmm. and I wouldn't have met him without any of this there's yeah. no way I would have met that guy and that guy sat down and taught my kids how to play Magic the Gathering was for so the first sweet. time
1: he was like he didn't have to do that
0: Nope, and you, you know, should our have kids seen. We're young teenagers. You should and have seen they... Carter just tearing up when she when he passed away. She was very upset. Totally. And it, had it not been that for that interaction, you know, he made an impact on her. So, so the community thing it may just seem like, oh, how weird. You know each other. Oh, weird. You know
1: So many people know you. Right. But that seems weird, but there's a yeah. much
0: more personal aspect to it that's hard to describe. And our
1: kids have felt that too. Oh yeah. The kids have been like, "Hey, Dad, you know this guy? Would you ask him about this?" and Oh, yeah. And they've, you know, they went to high school, high school and junior high, and all those times suck, like most people, like it does for most kids. Mm-hmm. Um, but they felt the community, they felt like they had more friends than just who was around them, Yeah, which we was were, really cool. It That's, was like a built-in village. A built-in village. Yeah. Exactly. And a
0: village that was very diverse. It was people from every corner of this oh, world, yeah. not just yeah. their local community. It was people all over the world. Like, my my kids look at... Patrick and Terpster like weird European uncles.
1: <laughs> they were like uncles. Yeah, they are like uncles. They too. are like uncles.
0: They but, look at they look at Brian Ibbett as this extended piece of family. Like, yeah, it's, totally. It's not just oh, these are people my dad works with. I mean, there's some of that, of course, but um, and then just the fan base is enough to you know when they sit around a a, a tabletop game at at a nerdtacular with a game they don't know anything about and they're just completely welcomed there. That was huge for me as their dad. Yeah. I would see that and go, oh, man, I'm so – that is so awesome. Or when in the heyday of uh, Nick's Minecraft addiction, the, the community really rallied to make sure he was invited to the server that we had running sort of semi-officially and that he was involved in all the stuff that was going on over there and always invited and he could run all the mods he wanted. And, like, it, they just made sure he felt welcome and never in a, like, weird way or a creepy right. way or any of those things. It was just like your kids are – You know, I don't know. We just always felt like we we were part of a a larger family. Simply
1: put, I'd say it was just extremely positive. And I know that a lot of people don't get that, but this community in particular was super positive for them. Yeah. And for all of us.
0: Open Bayou, which is great because you're from the South. And the chat says, uh, did your kids ever say, don't say this on the air? All all the time.
1: Oh my gosh. Dad, you can't tell, you can't put this in the show. You can't talk about this on the show. And,
0: And I don't always, I don't always...
1: Keep that promise. Keep the promise,
0: <laughs> yes. but but never on purpose. Like I'm never trying to purposely like.
1: No, never stick trying to embarrass them. them no, or anything. I don't want to do no. that. But no, but some of the stories have been part of what people need to hear, yeah. and and it's changed other people, and that's good.
0: The thing is, I was I often look at like Taylor's photography career or her music, or I look at Carter's art, uh, or anything Nick's up to, and I wonder if they would have anywhere near there.
1: The positive foundation the, yeah the positive mm-hmm.
0: foundation for that stuff had it not been for this larger community, and especially in carter's case where her her artwork is constantly being passed around and sort of scrutinized and looked at by people in the community
1: mm-hmm.
0: I don't know if she'd even be doing it if she didn't have that positive uh force in her not life. in
1: the way that she's getting to do it now and she's and school. she's
0: lapping me she's making me look bad. <laughs> And that's fine. I'm 100% proud of her and I think it's awesome. But and she, you know, this is a lot of just her work, but mm-hmm. you guys have been able to be this you've been this really good mirror for her to to reflect back who she is, what she is. She's also kind of a goofball. She doesn't really <laughs> fit in any kind of like she was never a girly girl. She was never much of no. a tomboy. She's like something else. She's a different kid and she doesn't need the the applause or the, the 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 she doesn't feel she doesn't need peer pressure needs yeah she never has and so she's just a little bit of an oddball she's goofy she's she laughs she's a been goofball. a
1: lot of well i don't care what anybody else thinks it's right just, and that's you guys been.
0: the the community has shown that they're so diverse and so mm-hmm. wide-ranging and that she's just accepted yeah no matter how goofy she is you want to cut your hair and color purple great you want to <laughs> uh i don't know be really into anime great like whatever it is you're into you can be into in this community and nobody's going to give you too much grief about it and if they do we usually you know they're all good people or they'll apologize and people make amends like that happens sometimes i say stupid stuff all the time big shock (laughs) and i have to apologize or rethink what my stance was you know
1: apologize to the kids for telling the story they asked you not to yeah there's a little bit of that sometimes (laughs) so
0: so yeah i i'm uh I'm it's the one thing I'm most proud of, but also feel like I don't know how it, it happened. Like I don't I, I didn't have a plan. There was no master. There plan. wasn't.
1: Hey, we need to have this many followers no. before we succeed. I, I didn't know. even know there that would be that.
0: that important. Like I didn't know. I didn't know anything about it. Nobody did. We've been blazing this as slowly yeah, as we can in, since the beginning. And I feel bad because some, you know, if you're let's say you were a stand up comedian and now you suddenly are like, I'm going into podcasting. OK, you're going to have a huge show. Tons of downloads because mm-hmm. you came in with a big name. People know you. That's awesome. Hats off to them. There's many of those I listen to, so I totally get it. Uh, the difference between them and us is we've had to do this from literally from scratch, from mm-hmm. this side, and try to build something that was interesting to people from nothing and nobody. <laughs> yeah, and and, and but not, that's
1: because you started at the beginning of podcasting.
0: Yeah, from the yeah, we tried to stake our
1: claim early, and yeah, but you also out. ended up with the best listeners. Like yeah. That actually have things to say, that actually send in real questions. They're not just either ripping on you or just praising you for whatever you do. They, It's community. Yeah. That's the actual definition of community, not just listeners or fans.
0: Right. Uh, Tom Merritt said it, and I always repeat it. I'll say it again. You get the chat room you deserve. There you go. So f- for whatever reason, we're grateful we deserve <laughs> you
1: guys. So thank you. Thank uh, you for asking yes. about it. All of it's that. It's good to talk about
0: and more. Will you remember to eat the right way? You will if you listen to Kim. because She knows how to cook <laughs> and make things. And
1: Kim still hasn't put up all of her recipes. No. What's I your deal? Still haven't been shown by Scott how oh, to, where to, to go and what to do. Struggling with computers. The back. Hmm. <laughs> That's what I'm bad at. Just is getting put stuff put up there. No. Well, um, I'll, the, t-
0: I'll give you your access to Discord today, and you'll okay. get it in there. It'll there we fun. go. Uh, oh, wait, before we move on, can I do this quick question from sure. do- Dozilla in the chat? It says, sure. uh, Scott and Kim, about to have our first baby next week at 41 after many years of doctors, long story. Any advice? Love all that you do. been listening since the beginning. So any quick advice for uh, brand new baby havers?
1: Uh, it's kind of fun to, oh, so fun to be around a new baby. I love it. I'm it's so excited best. for you.
0: Yeah, that's the best. I think you're fine. Look, 41, so what? Who cares? We started that's young. Great. Big deal. Yeah, Dude. most people at forty-one is like normal for having a kid, right? Yeah,
1: we were just really
0: early. We were early. We were like we just got
1: married early and had kids early, and that's yeah. just the direction so, we went.
0: So Kim's forty-five, right? Forty-six. Six. Ooh, geez, honey. Dang, I know. Uh, <laughs> rounded that corner. <laughs> and and some people who are like young forty or mid forties, like you know, Patrick's forty-six. He's your age. Yeah. Uh, they've yeah, got I'm a the they have a year one-year-old. Yeah. So you so had a yeah. baby at forty-five. And he's always like, oh, I wish I would have started younger no, like you guys. I'm I like, think no, it, you, you don't. You, you're fine. This, you it doesn't do matter. You got what you gotta do. Besides, you so, just love the kids. Who cares?
1: Uh, the only thing I would say, I would recommend Taylor has been telling me about this per- parent directive feeding, he, mm-hmm. PDF she calls it. And she's really, it, I mean, he's what, a week and a half old now? Yeah. But it's been good for a lot of other people. And I think that would be something I'd recommend.
0: Yeah. For sure. I didn't.
1: It wasn't around when I was. Having didn't kids, exist. But yeah, it's that. more about timing and feeding on a schedule. That by the time they're eight weeks, they're sleeping eight hours at night, and that was what that was the hook for me. Yeah. Like, Well, people need to know about this. Right. So uh, i I think you can find it online, but that's one of the things I'd recommend.
0: That's great. Yeah, check that that's out. Just... Well, there's some actual practical advice, but I gave you none. Here, here's what I'll say. <laughs> when that baby's born, and you see his little his or her little face. Uh, all bets will be off. You'll be like, oh my gosh, this is There's the greatest moment person. of my life. I can't yes. believe how amazing every second of this is. Like, It may not happen till right when the baby comes out. <laughs> right out, right? Burning it's them the out. coolest thing it's a ever. Ma- it's the most amazing thing ever. It changed your whole life and all for the good. So you'll yeah. love it.
1: Good luck. It will be so fun if you just... Embrace it. Yes. Run with it. It's so much fun.
0: All right. Tell me about these enchiladas that are cooking oh, upstairs. We
1: are cooking enchiladas today.
0: Yeah. Now, that sounds boring to a lot of people. Like, ah, enchiladas, that's nah, a dime a dozen. No, that's
1: just enchiladas. Yeah. They're nothing fancy. I took some uh, pork carnitas that I had, yeah. and I mixed it with a little... And I, There's no real recipe here, people. <laughs> Once again, I'm just throwing stuff together. Yeah. Uh, a little bit of cheese, a little bit of green enchilada sauce, some pre-made ranch um, dip. I put in there because usually I put sour cream in there, but I had already made up stuff and I thought, okay, this is going to be really good and salty and yummy. And so I mixed it all up, put it in tortillas and then put a little bit of that same stuff that I put on the inside on the top, some cheese and some more enchilada sauce.
0: And then why are they cooking so early? I'm curious about that. Uh,
1: They're not cooking right now. Oh, I I thought they were. I, I find that I cook better and more intricate things when I cook in the morning. Because if if I wait till five o'clock at night and I think, oh my gosh, what's for dinner? There's this kind of panic thing. And a lot of women know what I'm talking about. And men, if you make dinner, you know what I'm talking about. You get to five o'clock and you're like, oh my gosh, I don't know what we're making for dinner. We're going to have bowls of cereal. Here we go.
0: That's what I do. (laughs) Default. So
1: I cook better if I do it in the morning, even if I... For people that get up and they go to work, if you put something in the crock pot and you know when you get home you have food sitting there cooked and warm and ready for you, yeah, so much better.
0: It is pretty good that That's
1: way. That's a recommendation I would recommend to anyone uh is cook in the morning. It also sounds great
0: can. for a day like this. Like we're having cold temperatures, a lot of snow on the ground. Yes, like lots
1: of snow going on.
0: Nice, warm, cheesy.
1: But even in the summer, I mean... It's sometimes you think, oh, I don't want soup. It's hot and it's summer, but you eat hot food all year long. Yeah. So no, I wouldn't say ever that you don't want something hot in your crockpot even in the summer because number one, you haven't heated up your kitchen. It's so <laughs> awesome.
0: Do you want to give a mini review of? Sorry, this is a changing of, subjects. Okay, sorry. Do you want to it. do you want to give them a mini review of Blue Bloods since you've been watching? Oh, I
1: have been watching Blue Bloods. It's really fun.
0: You're like season fifteen or something. No,
1: <laughs> there's only eight I oh, think.
0: okay six <laughs> or seven you're getting there though
1: i'm getting there uh it's it's more of a i like it enough that i want to finish
0: <laughs> it's it's a you know what it's weird i'm gonna say this because i'm surprised someone i'm ask saying it. about blue bloods Is yeah we've been, we've been talking about it during the week on other shows and stuff and it's definitely one of those shows that's like purely network show mm-hmm. super sanitized um kind of tropey you know, it's like CSI or anything else, a little procedural, whatever. But it's
1: probably not the same as being a cop in New York. R- probably I'm not sure. at
0: all. I mean, there's all yeah. sorts of things about them being a family and having a job in every aspect of New York's law enforcement that I seems think a I think I like
1: the family aspect of it, though, because I feel like it's our family dinners, too, yeah. where we sit and we all talk and we all... I think Everyone that's what I like. I
0: think I've had a turnaround on it because in the beginning I was a little bit like meh and every once in a while they'll do something that I'll be like, guys, that's not how computers You're work. Like, that's not how He him.
1: would have sworn right then. Right. Or he would
0: have <laughs> F bombed the hell out of there or whatever.
1: That's true. There's not a lot of that. It's just fun. I I get stuck on a show and I have to finish it. Yeah. And if I, I like it.
0: And and there's a there is a comfort food quality to it. Yeah. And also I think that uh Tom Selleck's character is really charming He's so great and great
1: yeah i do I, I almost every night will pop a bowl of popcorn yeah put my my white cheddar seasoning on my popcorn and just sit and watch while you're usually down here playing streaming games yeah i'm down here streaming so some it's, games it's or just it's see it's there winter, you go it's... kim watching tom Selleck in his ancient
0: years <laughs> and me playing uh apex legends with my there friends. there you go very very nice <laughs> So is right. that all you needed was That's my all. review of the <laughs> That's show? That's all I needed. Yeah, I just wanted to know what you thought of it.
1: <laughs> I it's just fun.
0: Yeah. I like it cuz it's not your it's not even really your normal kind of thing. No,
1: it's not like super you don't have to think a lot. It's not super deep or anything. It's just fun to watch. It's pulpy. It's pulpy.
0: Mhm. There's good actors in it. I'm also here's another takeaway from just me watching it passively while you've been watching it, is I think I actually it's going to be a controversial statement, but I think Donnie Wahlberg might be a better actor than his brother.
1: Maybe. And, I think and, adds, there, there's nothing and there's no to reason to
0: have, there's no reason to make have a fight about which Wahlberg no. is better. But I think Donnie Wahlberg, there's something about his style I've always really liked. Anyway, and I think he's really good in that show. Um yeah, for it, sure. And and it's probably, I mean, it's up on. It's weird Netflix watching these kids. watch
1: Because you know, there's I'm in say, season seven of eight, and you literally watch the same actor kids go from little kids to teenagers and it's weird. Adults, right? it's weird. Yeah.
0: That, that quickly well it's, that's because we're watching I'm it's just a 20 like ripping through it. it is it is a traditional network show where it's 24 episodes a year though which yeah. is a lot more than we're used to with like most you know streaming stuff that's and true. cable stuff so uh but
1: i've only been watching it for a month yeah so.
0: <laughs> pretty a bit so much of it though you could you could cram five episodes a night and uh still not be near done
1: yeah i mean not, the, not
0: that you're doing five a night but you know what i mean
1: two, maybe two three two three yeah Something like that depends on the night Depends yeah. on how early I get started because if today it's Sunday and I can just chill out a lot longer
0: here's how I know when you're not tired I'll come in the room late and she's still watching blue bloods and here's how I know when you're tired I'll come in the room and friends is on
1: because I've switched it because I don't have to think about it. I can fall asleep tonight. yeah you don't have to think of friends I'm not missing anything yeah
0: you're not missing a <laughs> damn thing all right uh, you can watch it on Netflix, Wicked Kitten, if you're into such things. So go check it out. Yeah,
1: it's just fun. I like yeah.
0: it. Yeah, I mean, it's I, I've come around a bit. Okay. I don't think it's garbage. No. I don't think it's amazing. I think it's but just it's a no, nice. It's
1: no Sopranos or anything, right? That's what you're no, telling me. No, it's just a.
0: <laughs> it's a harmless, good, good little thing. It's fine. It's
1: getting me through the winter months of like yeah. Ugh, outside. Yeah.
0: Because we can't really do anything outside at night. No, it's I don't want to be out at
1: night. It's it gets really icy and. It's like a foot and a half
0: of snow still or something like that. In some places we got ice everywhere. It's cold, like 30 something degrees today.
1: Yeah, so as soon as it gets dark, which is early. Yeah. It's like, okay, I'm just going to go put on my pajamas, take off my makeup and go sit in bed and watch someone,
0: TV. Someone someone in the Dakotas is hearing me say this and laughing.
1: And laughing at us. It's I'm like, sure. It's oh, like 26 30. degrees. Wow. Wow, you guys really going it
0: hard. <laughs> but then again, California people I think we're dying, so. That's true. What are you going to do? Uh, it's going to do it for the show. Thanks, everybody, for being a lot here. has been fun. It has been. Patreon.com slash Frog if you want to support us. That's Patreon.com slash And we slash really do appreciate it. Oh, my gosh, do we ever. Puts food on the table. It does. We can't make <laughs> these enchiladas without <laughs> you, for real. Uh, don't forget FrogPants.com slash Skim is the website, so you're going to want to head there. And, and happy uh,
1: Valentine's this week, people. Oh, yeah.
0: Yeah, Valentine's. Not happy times. Happy
1: Valentine's for those that celebrate
0: When is that, Tuesday? Thursday. Thursday. I should probably do something.
1: Do <laughs> you didn't like my I only have fries for you? No, I love it. Everything you've done has been amazing. I'm just bad laughed at this. Hard at as that.
0: as you know, I'm terrible at this. So It's I've,
1: it's okay. That's not why I do it. I do I it cuz I enjoy it.
0: I know. I know why you do it. But <laughs> anyway, uh, those voicemails were awesome today and we would really yes. like more of them. So 801 471 That's 801 471 We'll Write do our very
1: best to answer your questions Yeah,
0: keep them, uh, all those were great too today because yeah, they were they like were under awesome. a minute and they're perfect questions and all that stuff so uh, if you're looking for good examples of good calls today was a prime example of that I think that'll do it for us, for me and for Kim. Thank you. We'll see you next time. Bye! This show is part of the Frog Pants Network. Frog Pants Network. Get more shows like this at frogpants.com. Connie, we need to go. (laughs) When I put the poo bag on that lady's face, Kim was there and witnessed the entire freaking thing. I was there.
1: I was there. We were walking Daisy. (laughs) Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less in similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweaters starting at $50